owned by the message of an angel, may, by his passion and cross, be brought to the glory of his resurrection, through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas-Fort Worth. Catholic Radio for your soul in North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is the Good News Show. And good afternoon. Welcome to the Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. It's March 14th, 2022, and we are live, and uh, we got a lot to talk about this hour. Some great guests in studio, 1230 approximately. We're going to have the first ever, are you ready for this? The first ever CPLC segment of the Good News Show, and we're very excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we should have had a sound effect for know, that. That was really lame. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was pretty lame. I'm but, sorry. Uh, I had yeah, to panic. <laughs> and I'm excited because they're going to announce, like, this is the big, big announcement of who their they speaker are? is going to be. Yeah, you didn't that, know about that? I didn't that? know that yeah. part. That's exciting. <laughs> I guess I didn't copy you on that email. <laughs> no, I'm I did sorry. not get copied. But, uh, yeah, they, come, they got their big event coming up on April 30th, and there's been a lot of, you know, mystery and surprise about, hey, who's who's going to be your keynote speaker? And so I think uh, that that's the plan for them to make the official Announcement uh, at about 1230, 12.35. Uh, we also have a great segment coming up at, at 10 after. A few years ago, five years ago or so, I was asked to come out and do a live broadcast at a little school in Fort Worth called Casada High School. And I went out there and I did the broadcast from the president, Maggie Harrison's office. And I'll tell you, I fell in love with this school just from that one-hour broadcast and uh, been there a number of times. Well, I've been the MC of their Noche de Gracias event uh, that they do every spring. And uh, this is a cool school, and so I've got a mom and a son here in studio with me, Melody and Ben Derrig. Uh, he graduated in 21. He's out at Belmont uh, Abbey College now, uh, and, uh, and, and Melody has a daughter who's a junior there now. So their, their event is going to be April 26th, and I'm going to be the MC again, and this is a cool, uh, really, really unique school. So they'll tell us all about that and invite you to come on out and support this school uh, and on, by, hey, it's Joe T. Garcia's. You get dinner and you get to all kinds of fun stuff. And so, uh, hopefully you'll uh, make plans to, to do that. Uh, all right. Cecil Anderson is behind the glass and Diane Xavier is in studio. How are you doing, Diane? Good. Other than not having a voice. Well, we're going to be <laughs> there we go. out of town tomorrow. Yeah. Our family. Yeah. Yeah. We're all flying out to, uh, Midland. Uh, for a big retreat. That's going to be fun. Yes, so please pray for us, and we'll be praying for you. And this is a big week because we had two very, very big feast days this week. And, St. Patrick's. Uh, yeah. Yes, if- <laughs> yeah, St. Patrick's on... <laughs> I had the most blank expression on my face. I was like, wait, who? And then I completely forgot about St. Patrick, even though I quite literally was in the middle of writing a share email that mentioned St. Patrick. Patrick? Yeah. Yep. I, it's a Monday. I, I what can I say? I didn't tell you I was going to ask you that. I was going to kind of well, surprise you. What can I say? It's a Monday. But, oh, it's St. Joseph. St. Joseph. Yeah. Joseph Everybody week. forgets about St. Joseph. That's actually a solemnity. That's a bigger one than St. Patrick. It is. St. Joseph? Uh, the 19th. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So Thursday and Saturday are going to be. And, then, wow. and if you're giving stuff up on for Lent, since St. Joseph's is a <gasps> solemnity, you can relax your Lenten practices because you're not supposed to. 
there's some debate about this, but you're not supposed to really continue to give stuff up yeah, on yeah. solemnities. So anyways, if you want an excuse to eat those cookies and candy, yeah, you can have it on Saturday <laughs> during Lent. All right, uh, Sherathon is yes. coming up the 22nd through the 25th of March, and we need one volunteer, right? Yes, one more volunteer for our morning shift, which is Thursday, March uh, 24th. So that's next Thursday. The morning shift goes from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m., and you're just going to join a few other uh, local Catholics and answer phone calls for all the people calling in to pledge their support during our share We train you that day. We also send instructions beforehand. It's pretty easy. You're just filling out information. And it's a lot of fun. You get some good food, meet some new people. So if you're interested in doing that, please email us. I'm going to give out our kth at grnonline.com email because uh, people struggle with spelling my name. And that's understandable. So kth yeah. at grnonline.com if you want to volunteer for that 7 a.m. to 1 1 p.m. Uh, shift that we have next Thursday. Yeah, as long as they pronounce it right. It's Cecile, right? Yes, yeah, Cecile. Yeah, Cecile Anderson. <laughs> there you go. Okay, I'm kidding. It's Cecil. Uh, so, yeah, kth at grnonline.com. One more volunteer. She can't send out like a big bulk email for one volunteer because then you get, get like 10 responses. Yeah, 15 yeah. people and you have to tell a bunch of people no <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. All right, another thing, very important. I recorded an interview last, was it Friday? With a priest uh, by the name of Father Zygmunt Vass, uh, who who lives in Vienna, Austria. He's Polish, uh, but he is doing uh, work, great work, over on the Polish-Ukrainian border, helping the refugees who come over from Ukraine, who need housing, who need food, who need medical supplies. And we're so, so packed with uh, all these things going on. But I told him I would mention it. And this is uh, St. John Vianney Church in Cleburne. Uh, our dear friends, Joel and Elizabeth Victory, are, are, are parishioners there. They are the ones collecting the money for Father Voss. And that interview is going to run this Saturday at 3.10 p.m. with Father Voss. If you would like to support uh, a group that's helping the refugees from Ukraine who are going into Poland, and we're talking about millions of mm, them. I, I mean, know. these aren't like, you know, 100,000. This is millions and well, millions of people. Well, I heard in Ukraine they have more people in that small European country than texas oh is that right yeah, you know in the, in the country. Yeah, i think over 34 yeah. million wow. yeah and so uh, a lot of them are trying to get out for for good reasons so uh if you go to uh okay i'll say it then i'll spell it saint john vienne um oh, okay wait where is the website <laughs> oh, My no, goodness. okay no i got it i got it saint john vienne com. okay but saint is st so st john vienne v-i-a-n-n-e-y cleburn with an E, dot com. Okay, or just do a search for it, okay? Here's a phone number, 817-558-2518, if you want to support. Uh, and I'll post it in our local Facebook group so that people can find it there as well. Yeah, they want to find okay. The Speaking of, and we're trying to get some more That's people. That's my little segue. That's so much to talk about in these first I know, 10 minutes. I know. <laughs> uh, I'm doing it. All right, uh, Rook, Rook, so uh, yeah, ST John Vianney. Uh, Cleburne.com is the website. Uh, Father Voss, good guy. You'll hear the interview this weekend. I can even, I can send you the interview if you want to hear the whole thing uh, via email. Uh, all right. Man of God movie tickets. All right. We talked about this last week. This is a cool movie uh, about the life of St. Nectarius of Aegina. Uh, his persecution and prosecution. Uh, he, um, it's, it's, it's a great movie. I have not seen it yet, but there's going to be a couple of showings uh, in Dallas, Plano, and Rockwall, uh, a week from today on the, the 21st and also on the 28th. 
If you would like a couple of tickets to see one of those screenings of a movie called Man of God, go ahead and look at the trailer on online. Uh, I have some, okay? And you can even tell me. Do you want to go to Dallas? Uh, you want to go to Plano? Or you want to go to Rockwall? Email me, Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. The Plano one seems to be the most popular one. Mm. Uh, but I got a lot of tickets for Rock. So I still got about four tickets for Plano uh, and uh, about eight for Dallas and about eight or ten for Rockwall. Uh, so email me if you want those tickets. Uh, n- you know, no no charge. Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. All right. Okay, so that's that. One more thing, and also upcoming events. We just had Karen Garnett in studio with us, and we promised her that we would talk about the National Prayer Luncheon for Life. Do you know about this? You got you got the never heard of it. No, (laughs) no, it's a fantastic yearly event that they've had. I've been. It's been a couple years since I've gone, but every time I've gone, it's been fantastic. It's a luncheon. It's more of a prayerful. They've kind of changed their format. It's a very much a pr- hour of prayer that they do to end abortion. Yeah. National Prayer Luncheon for Life.org. National Prayer Luncheon for Life.org. Friday, March 25th. Uh, and uh, they also you can you can also watch virtually. It's from twelve to one. Well, that's that's a quick event. Just one hour in and out. Boom. Uh, Sister Deirdre uh, Byrne, uh, jo- Bishop Joseph Strickland, David B. Wright. So they've got some really uh, top notch uh, speakers at that event tonight. Uh, this is very exciting. Uh, have you heard about this, Alan Ames? Uh, he's a, he's a uh, he has a healing yeah. ministry. He's actually coming in studio in about an hour to do an interview with us. But Alan Ames. Uh, is a Catholic evangelist with a gift of healing and author of Through the Eyes of Jesus. He's going to be tonight at the Highland School, uh, 6.30 confession, 7 o'clock mass, and then 7.30 uh, talk and healing and, and confession will be available with priests, of course. Uh, he's, he's a layman. Um, and so that's tonight. And there's a lot of buzz about that. Uh, and so uh, Alan Ames Maybe he can heal us right here in the office. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> like, you know, I need healing. <laughs> yeah, if you want to. Yeah, perhaps he can do uh, yeah, one. So just for Diane. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Are we good? I mean, I think we cover the bases. Maybe we need to start having one show a month, Dave, that's just us updating on various things happening. Because there's yeah. always so much. There's always so much happening. But it's only nine after. So we we so covered wait, all that. We got, a, a we got a minute. No, we have a whole minute? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to have a crisis. Well, well, we mentioned briefly the Facebook group, so I'll just mention that again. Uh, we have a local GRN DFW Facebook group you can find by going to Facebook.com. And in the Facebook search bar, typing in GRN colon DFW. And you can join the group, and it's pretty easy. And uh, we give local updates about radio things, and you can share events yourself uh, that are happening in the Catholic world at your parish or whatnot. And uh, it's a lot of fun. We have 488 people in that group, so we are 12 away from 500, which is very right. exciting. We're asking a lot of people. I know. We are. I'm just telling people they can. I know. Do it. If well, they want to, yeah. Just if they want to, it's low pressure. We need a volunteer. You want to donate to Ukraine? I know. You know. I know. I'm very needy today. Uh, and uh, <laughs> finally, last thing before we talk about Casada, uh, uh, perseverance in faith is the theme of the upcoming uh, North Texas Catholic Men's Conference, April 30th, and it's from uh, 8 a.m. to, uh, I think, noon or 2. It's a, it's, it's, it's a morning and early afternoon event. Uh, uh, Annie Hickman, Father Edwin Leonard, Terry Barber, Dave Moore uh, is, are going to be there. I'm, I'm going to be the MC. I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, CatholicBrothersForChrist.com. CatholicBrothersForChrist.com. Go get your tickets. Okay, and then so now- YCP's having their <laughs> conference, too, at that same time. Why is, no, no, CPLC. Yeah. It's not YC, YCP. Oh, on April thirtieth. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's oh. CPLC. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're, oh, they're, no, they're, young Catholic professionals are having their. Is, is there that same weekend? Oh, hang on. Now I need to. 
She gets yes, it. Is. Yeah, yeah. Well, Diane, Diane's got like the the memory of an elephant. She does. Yeah, D- Diane remembers everything. And for everyone so. knowing, elephants have a very good memory. That was not an insult. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure that's yeah. there. That you come. typically don't want to be compared to an elephant. So, <laughs> oh, that's all right. Great. So you look that up, and we'll announce that at the end of the show. But I think Diane's right. I, I think, think she's Diane's, right. Diane's always right. She is. All right. Joining me in studio, as I mentioned, uh, Melody and Ben Derrick, uh, mother and son, and we're going to talk about Casada High School in Fort Worth. Uh, they're online, CasadaHS.org. Two S. Is one T. It starts with a C. CasadaHighSchool.org, uh, CasadaHS.org. I'm sorry. And uh, Ben is a, 19, a 2021 graduate of Casada, and Melody is uh, her his mother, and she also has a daughter who's a junior there as now, uh, as of now. And uh, coming up, as I mentioned, April 26, uh, there is going to be the 25th annual uh, Noche de Gracias Night of Thanks annual fundraiser and celebration. And I've been involved in the last three or four of these, and they're they're great. The last two have been virtual. We've had to go to a studio in Fort Worth to do this, but uh, this one's going to be live at Joe T. Garcia's. So please prayerfully consider uh, joining us for this event. So let's talk about uh, Casada High School and then the event. So welcome to both of you. Thanks for being here. Thank, Thank you. you for so, uh, Melody, let's uh, from a mom's perspective, uh, tell us about. I'm guessing. The average person listening right now may have heard a spot or two on the radio about Casada High School. Doesn't know a whole lot about it. Uh, what is it, and why was it a good fit for your kids? Well, we were looking for something different for our son Ben, um, something smaller. We had been in the homeschool world, and we'd also had some tutoring. But he wanted to have a more traditional school, high school, but still keep that small feel. We had heard about it from a neighbor, so I decided to go and to tour it. I liked their concept of, you know, um, small classes. They were quiet, um, just self-paced. So if he needed a little more time on a subject or a little less time on a subject, he was able to do that as well. And it just, from the day I walked in, everyone was just so kind and sweet and welcoming. Um, the faculty and staff were just, you know, they toured they, I toured with them, and it, they were just so, you know, just a great atmosphere when I was there, mm-hmm. and I really felt that. Yeah, and one of the things that's interesting about Kassad and what I've learned, and maybe, Ben, you can tell us about yourself and maybe some of your classmates, is that every every student has a, a different uh, situation, a unique reason uh, why they would go to Casada as opposed to, you know, a, a Catholic school or a public school or charter school or that. So do you want to talk about uh, the kinds of students and maybe, you know, you don't have to give names, but maybe some of the circumstances or your own reason why that it was a good fit for you? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. For for instance, like uh, Casada was a, a great fit for me because, uh, like, like my mom said, I was homeschooled for about seven years. And um, getting used to that routine, it was kind of hard to go back into like a regular school. So uh, Casada allowed me to choose between morning or afternoon, um, and they allowed me to uh, work at my own pace, was, which was kind of like what homeschool was like. So that, that really benefited a lot um, going into Casada, just working on uh, being like at my own pace. Like I can go as fast as I want, or I can take like the time I need to uh, complete this uh, course successfully. And... Uh, with the help of my teachers uh, being very supportive and being uh, very loving and uh, helping me out, that was uh, one of the ways I was able to uh, graduate as salutatorian because they were always tr- trying to help me out. They knew um, they knew uh, knew about me. They they cared for me and pretty much nurtured me till 
till I got up on that stage and gave my speech as salutatorian. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations on that. And now you're at Belmont uh, Abbey College. Uh, is it North Carolina? Is that right? And yes. you're home for spring break. Yes. Okay. So uh, that, 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 that's cool. You feel like uh, Casada helped prepare you for, for college life, huh? Oh, definitely. I could definitely say from where I started high school to where I finished, I was definitely a more mature and uh, ready-to-go person. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the time, uh, Melody, when people think of uh, Catholic schools in Fort Worth, Nolan always comes to mind. That's the big school, and uh, but and they don't they don't know about Casada. Uh, I talked about the unique circumstances uh, of students, and I, I know it must be a, a really interesting dynamic because you've got a lot of students uh, from very very different backgrounds and different reasons why this might be a good fit for them. Can you kind of explain maybe some of the reasons somebody may be listening at home right now saying, I don't know if this would be a good fit for my child or not. Who, who is a good fit for Casada? Um, someone that needs something different. My son, of course, is on the spectrum, and he needed a small, quiet environment. My daughter is dyslexic, so she needed more one-on-one, which they do have an on-site reading specialist. There's some kids that... Um, we've met that have been um, bullied mm-hmm. and needed something different. Um, there's kids who have recovered from illnesses that need something different um, or just simply lost their way. There's even pa- certain children, unfortunately, that have lost parents mm-hmm. and needed something different. Yeah. And that Casada feels that need. It, it gives them a, a home-type atmosphere where they can feel appreciated and cared for um, during those times. Well, what about curriculum? At, at a school like Nolan, you know, I think especially maybe freshmen would mostly take the same courses, and then you might be a few electives, you know, here, here and there, and you might take French or Spanish or, you know, what have you. Mm-hmm. What, what is it individualized in the curriculum sense, Ben, or, or, or is there some standardization as far as the, the kind of classes that the students are taking? So I think um, for, for for as far as like uh, you mean like as individual as in like uh, you can choose like what you want. Or, yeah. So you can kind of do that. Um, uh, when they first when you first start out, uh, they'll they'll usually set a uh, set of uh, have a set amount of courses, and then you can kind of like choose where um, you want to go. Like if you want to go into geometry after you take algebra, or you want to uh, take an elective like uh, I don't know something like a elective like. Uh, like art, something like yeah. that, and or if you want to take a language course like Spanish, you can do that. Um, it's kind of it's kind of unique, and it kind of helps. Uh, all in all, it actually really helps prepare for like college because, like college, you start out with a select amount of courses, and then you end up uh, getting that freedom to choose what you want to do mm-hmm. later on. So that's one of the benefits of going to Casada because you can kind of get that feel of what you're having to do. And also, like, um, moving at your own pace, it's your responsibility, just like how college is. It's your responsibility to uh, make sure that you're in check with what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to know uh, Maggie Harrison, who y'all probably know a whole lot better than I do, the, the president right. uh, there. And she has such a heart for this mission, as do the staff and all the folks that I've met over at Casada. If somebody is interested in, you know, checking it out, going on a tour, I'm sure those are available now. What, what's, what's the first step? What should they do if they're thinking, eh, this might be a good fit for my child? Absolutely. Um, call Casada and you, you can tour anytime. Roll, enrollment is open through the years. So let's say you have a student that all of a sudden the school's not working out for them and they need to get out of there and they need to go somewhere quickly. We are open all, mm-hmm. all year long, open enrollment. They can come check it out. They can shadow 
so they can get an idea of what it's like to be there for a day. So Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. CasadaHS.org, C-A-S-S-A-T-A-H-S.org. Uh, we're talking about Casada High School in Fort Worth, which is a unique little school, and you gotta got to check it out, especially if you think that this might be a good fit for your child. And is it 9th through 12th? It's a high school only, is that right? It is. Okay, all right. Although we've had some come in as 8th graders and test out of eighth grade, and then they can go ahead and start. Yeah. So. Shortly after I did that live remote broadcast, uh, I, w- we, I was invited to the first Noche de Gracias, the first mm-hmm. for us. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you guys have been doing this for 25 years. Right. And I, I was out of town, but I sent my wife and her mom, who was coming in from Ireland, and they just had that that scenery over at Joti Garcia's, mm-hmm. and they just had the time. It was one of her highlights of her whole time here in America. My my mother in law, uh, tell us about uh, Noche de Gracias, the the background of it, the purpose, and uh, and I guess you know what's what's going on here on uh, April twenty sixth. Okay, um, well, it is the only fundraiser that Casada has, and it helps with about ten percent of the raise for the annual budget. Every dollar raised um, provides tuition assistance for students and families facing economic hardships and funds for special needs at the mm-hmm. school. Um, it's a wonderful event. There's a, there's a really fun uh, silent auction that you can participate in, and it's just, a, it's just a great event that helps a wonderful school doing an amazing mission. Yes, and last two years, as I mentioned, have been uh, it, it was kind of fun to go into the studio and do that, but it's not the same. I mean, in person is so nice, and so this will be the first in person event I think in three years. And uh, Ben, have you ever been to one of these? You'll probably be back at school at that time. I don't know if you're coming back for this or not, but have you been to a Noche de Gracias? Yes, I have, and I usually uh, helped out uh, when we did the Noche de Gracias um, when, when uh, COVID wasn't around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so I've actually not been to one in person. I've only done the two, and they both were you know in studios. So uh, that Joti Garcia's has got that big outside patio. Is that where it happens? Yes, and, and it's it's beautiful. It's just a great festive atmosphere. To, to to participate in, and I, I, as I recall, you know, from what we've done the last couple of years, we get to highlight. I know they they typically interview some people ahead of time. I don't know if that was only for because it was uh, you know uh, done remotely. Will, will there be a speaker? Is there going to be uh, testimonies from Absolutely. students and that there kind of thing? There will be testimonies from students on how um, Casada has affected their lives. Um, it'll there'll be a wine pool. There'll be it's just a lot of fun things to um, get everybody excited about donating to the mm-hmm. mission of yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, again, this is the uh, 25th annual Night of Thanks, Noche de Gracias, annual fundraiser and celebration for Casada High School. Uh, and uh, it's April 26th. Doors open at 6 o'clock. Dinner and program begins at 7 o'clock. And uh, if you've never been to Joti Garcia's, this is a really, really cool uh, restaurant in the heart of uh, Fort Worth. And this is a, a wonderful school as well. You can get your tickets, uh, CasadaHS.org, CasadaHS.org. Uh, do you know how much the tickets are? Or uh, if people want to, they can't go and they, can, they want to donate uh, online or something, can they yes, do that also? They can, they can purchase tickets online or they can um, purchase a table if yeah. they want to bring their friends and purchase a table. There are different sponsorships for tables, all online. Everything is online. Yeah. I bet you, uh, you did you make some great friends there, Ben, while you were there? Uh, and like I said, it's such a, a, a diverse and eclectic group of, of, of students there. Uh, tell us about the 
kind of the the relationships between the students and are there clubs or sports or anything like that? Uh, any of the extracurriculars that you can mention? Uh, yes, I've definitely made some good friends while I was at Casada. And uh, one of the things that we love to do, like um, as friends, is we like to go to this thing as uh, their gaming club that uh, uh, Mr. Anderson uh, he he started, um, and we we really had a lot of fun. Just like playing, we'd play anything from like uh, Xbox, uh, PlayStation VR, and just like have a lot of fun. And that's what brought a lot of community together. Um, and just like, just like take a break from school for about an hour and just have fun and relax and just have, uh, just play video games. Mm-hmm. That, that's one of the great things that we uh, did uh, at Casadas. Just and it was a it was a very popular group for the gaming club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are there um, sports? Uh, I know it's a real small school, so you're not, probably not going to have a football team, but mm-hmm. is it, uh, are, are there extracurriculars or anything like that? There's, there's not sports, but there are several clubs and they are growing. Mm-hmm. Um, art club is now what they have and cooking club and it's, they're, they're working on doing more activities yeah, for, the, yeah. for the school. Yeah. What, what about, uh, I'm sure there are some severity of cases where it's not a good fit. I guess somebody, if, if depending on the circumstance of their, right. of their child or, or they would just have to check with, uh, Mrs. Yes. Harrison and find out if, if it is a good fit for yes. them, right? And they, they would know. They would, they would come in and they would talk to Dr. Harrison and see if that's a good fit. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately make that decision from there. Yeah. What about tuition? Would it be comparable to a like a Nolan, or is there financial aid? Or it's a slide scale, so depending on um, okay yes. income, income, yeah, yes. yeah. And how many total students are there now? Um, I believe it's a uh, hundred and. 46, I believe. Oh, now. that's yeah. bigger than I thought it yeah. would be. It's, yeah, it's growing. It's, it's definitely growing. And there are more coming every day. And yeah. that's the thing about the open enrollment. So you, you, you might say, oh, my gosh, it's, you know, it's, it's March or mm-hmm. it's almost April. We, we have kids coming because yeah. they need immediately something different. Come down. Come see it. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. Uh, Melody and Ben Derrig here uh, representing Casada High School in Fort Worth. And uh, their website, again, casadahs.org. And they're having their 25th annual Night of Thanks celebration and fundraiser. Joe T. Garcia's in Fort Worth, April 26th. I think that's a Tuesday evening. Okay, so you got nothing else planned that night for most of us. It's not like it's on a Friday or Saturday. Uh, doors open at 6 o'clock. Dinner and program begins at 7 o'clock. And uh, as Melody said, this is the only fun or everything else comes from tuition is uh, it's a catholic school but i'm sure you have a very diverse uh, population of students is there still like religious education are there theology classes is there a, a kind of a, a catholic identity to the school and, and how so there is a, a re- religious class that meets twice a week and they do prayers but in um in the morning and then um th- so there is the feel there mm. but there's also um to where anybody feels they can be there yeah. at the same time. Yeah. That, that makes yeah. sense. Well, I, you know, one of the reasons <laughs> well, I think most people know, I, my wife and I are raising a special needs son. Uh, he's eight years old, so he's far from being able to go to a school like Asada. Mm-hmm. But I, I have my hopes that uh, he can go, go there one day. I just, yeah, after I, go, I went there and saw the place and felt the, the, the love that, you know, you described mm-hmm. and the attention, uh, it, it's, it's really a, just a wonderful place. Um, ben, you're doing some interesting things now, studying uh, motor sports management now at uh, at uh, um, uh, your, your your college out there. 
Uh, gosh, it's escaped my name. The name of your college is out there in um, Belmont Abbey Belmont College. Abbey College, which is a good Catholic school out yep. there in North Carolina. Yep. Uh, how did you choose that uh, particular field? So um, I actually heard about this about maybe about 10 years ago. Um, my um, t- my t- uh, teacher uh, who was uh, helping me while I was uh, homeschooled, she mentioned to me that her uh, her son were, was a um, was a professor there for grade books, and she was telling me it's like this was a good uh, school to have a motorsports management program, which I know you would like. And so um, a couple of years ago down the road, I actually met the dean in Raleigh, North Carolina, when I was uh, visiting my cousin for her graduation. And um, oddly enough, several years go down the road. I I was thinking about it. Um, it was kind of in the back of my mind. And then um, I was literally in class one day at at, at Casada Catholic High School. I was uh, taking an economics course. It was the last one of the last courses before I graduated. And I f- literally flipped the book open, and there it said Belmont Abbey College Motorsports Management Program. And it was talking about the details of it uh, in this economics book that was part of uh, the curriculum for um, our. Casada uh, uh, Catholic High School. So I was like, obviously this is a sign from God. I probably should take a look at this. <laughs> so right after I um, I finished my courses, I went over there and took a look, and it was perfect. Run by uh, Benedictine monks. Um, cool. Great community. It was just perfect, and it's wonderful. It's been a wonderful experience so far. So, so would you? Like a dream job in motorsports management. Are you managing like race car drivers as like an agent, or are you putting on events? So what, what exactly would you do? Or I, I, I'm so intrigued by motorsports management. What would what would a job be look like in that in that field? So it can be from anything from uh, like managing, like help managing a team, to even being a driver. There's this driver named Jordan Anderson. He um, he graduated from Belmont Abbey College with a motorsports management degree, and now he's uh, he has two teams: one in uh, NASCAR Camping World Truck Series and NASCAR Xfinity Series. He drives, and he has a driver. So you might be a, like a NASCAR driver? It's possible. Well, um, what did you think did, about that, Mom? <laughs> lots of prayers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. I don't think I've ever talked to anybody in my life that is a, a aspiring NASCAR driver. Mm-hmm. That, that is really interesting. You, you must be a, a good driver like now, you know. You, yeah. you, Okay, you can take the turns on the freeway. All right, okay. All right, well, very interesting. Well, thanks to both of you uh, for coming in. Uh, Melody and Ben Derrick, uh, mother and son, representing Casada High School in Fort Worth. Visit their website, casadahs.org, C-A-S-S-A-T-A-H-S.org. And uh, do not forget the 25th Annual Night of Thanks Annual Fundraiser and Celebration at Joe T. Garcia's Restaurant in Fort Worth is going to be uh, Tuesday, April 26th. Doors open at 6. Dinner and program begins at 7 o'clock. Is there anything else about that event that we didn't mention? Or do you want to give one last plug, Melody, of uh, for folks to get on that website and buy their tickets? Um, this is a great school. It's got a, It just has such a great mm-hmm. mission. And not only is it helping so many kids graduate, uh, I'll go a little deep here and say there's a lot of kids that have been saved from this school. Yeah. And so this event just keeps this mission going for all types of students to go on and graduate, go to college, or where, wherever they want to go. Whatever mm-hmm. their next adventure is, Casada's there to help. Yeah, and everybody belongs, right? Everybody yeah, belongs. You don't have to feel like an outsider. Not at or, all. Yeah, that's it. Uh, any, uh, you want to finish, close us out here, Ben? A word of encouragement for folks to uh, support the school that meant so much to you as a student? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, this is a great school. It has helped me a lot um, transitioning from homeschool to regular school. 
and it also helped me prepare for college, especially with the curriculum. I probably would have been lost had I not have had Casada. Um, it's been a great experience. I love my teachers, love my friends. It's uh, I really can't complain. And like I said, Casada is basically a big family, and we all uh, we all are different, but we all have the same common goal as to care for each other. Amen. Great way to close it out. Thanks to both of you for being here. And if you ever win the Daytona 500, I'm going to say, I know that guy. I, know, I interviewed him one time. Uh, so best luck. So our prayers go with you. Thanks to, for being here. And uh, everybody, get on that website, org, and support Casada High School April 26th. It's the 25th annual Noche de Gracias, the Night of Thanks, uh, and uh, annual fundraiser and celebration, org. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to have our our first ever CPLC, the Catholic Pro-Life Community segment of the Good News Show, coming up here in just a few minutes. Gerilyn Kaminsky, their executive director, I know is here. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about their April 30th event. They're going to announce their speaker, and so that's very exciting. And uh, we'll have that right after this quick break. Looking for a new Lenten devotion? The Daughters of Mary are hosting Mary's Way of the Cross at St. Jude in Allen. The evening begins with a rosary followed by the Stations of the Cross from Mary's unique perspective. The first event will be held on March 17th at 6.45 p.m. and the second will be on March 18th at 9.45 p.m. Strengthen your devotion to Our Lady by walking with her through Calvary. KATH 910 AM welcomes Emerson on Harvest Hill as a new sponsor. It's a senior living community in North Dallas near St. Rita Parish. Amenities include chef-prepared meals each day, transportation, social and educational events and activities, 24-hour security, as well as participation in the sacraments. To learn more about Emerson on Harvest Hill or to arrange a tour and visit, you can contact Karen Ray via email at kray at emersonharvesthill.com or you can visit their website, emersononharvesthill.com. Join the people of St. Jude Parish in Allen on the third Saturday of each month as they hold their 40 Days for Life. Following morning Mass, participants will carpool to the Whole Women's Health Clinic to peacefully pray for an end to abortion and offer Choose Life handouts. Participants will meet up back at St. Jude after about an hour. If you've been looking for a way to further the pro-life cause, this is your chance. Hear that? That's St. Francis Village, a Catholic retirement community located in southwest Fort Worth on Bembroke Lake. A quiet place in a 250-acre country setting where you will love to live, enjoy the deer and turkeys, and walk to daily mass. If you are 62 and independent, call Mike at 817-292-5786 to get on the wait list and begin enjoying your retirement. Cottage rates starting at under 900 a month include utilities. Call St. Francis Village and ask for Mike, 817-292-5786. At all ages of life, God may, at times, seem silent and we can't feel His presence and guiding hand. Don't despair. By faith, we need to persevere even when we can't see, touch, hear, or feel God. And there's hope. Plan to attend Perseverance in Faith, the 11th Annual North Texas Catholic Men's Conference on Saturday, April 30th at St. Anne's in Coppell. We have outstanding speakers including Any Hickman and music by Dave Morban. Invite your friends and come in groups. Fish for men 15 years and older. Register at CatholicBrothersForChrist.com. 
Hi, I'm Eric Cobb with Ingress Labs. My family and I are parishioners at St. Philip the Apostle Catholic Church in Louisville. I'm active in the Guardian Ministry, and we are proud new sponsors of KATH 910 AM. Ingress Labs helps businesses develop and maintain their IT systems. We also identify cybersecurity threats to your business. I'm at 469-912-0397, or you can email help at ingresslabs.com. That's help at I-N-G-R-E-S-S labs.com. Ingress Labs, the company with the unusual name. All right, we are back, and the moment you have been waiting for for weeks now is here. The first ever, if not years, uh, the first ever Catholic Pro-Life Community segment of The Good News Show has finally arrived, and I am in studio surrounded by uh, three wonderful ladies who I have uh, known for, gosh, for many, many years, uh, and they are Gerilyn Kamitsky, Executive Director of the Catholic Pro-Life Community. Hi, Gerilyn. Hi, Dave. Thanks for having us, and we are thrilled about this segment with you. Thank yeah, you. yeah, I'm excited as well. You know, why young Catholic professionals did it for many, gosh, for a couple of years, and then uh, just for circumstances, they just were not able to do it, and so they said, hey, we're going to uh, give up our segment, and the first thought I had was, how about CPLC? How about they have a segment? So Fantastic. I'm so glad you guys Thank are doing you. it. Thank you. We're grateful. Annette Kearns is the uh, communication director. Yes. And uh, she is here as well. And Jacqueline Smith, whose title I always either mess up or forget, is here as well. I still think of you as the, you know, the youth director, but you're not that any longer. It's all education, so we're good. Education. All right. Education director. Uh, So how this works, uh, because on the fourth Monday of the month, uh, Dr. Jonathan Sanford comes in and does the UD segment, and uh, he has his own guest and his own agenda, and I just kind of say, hey, take it away. But, and that's what I'm, I'm actually going to be quiet here in a moment, I promise you. But (laughs) before that, uh, we have been talking about the big announcement for your April 30th uh, Bishop's Pro-Life Dinner, because so up until this very moment, you haven't really announced who the speaker is going to be. And so, uh, you know, everybody wants to know. The anticipation anticipation. is building. So do you want to go ahead and announce that, uh, Gerilyn? Well, we are are very pleased with with our theme, Building a Culture of Life, Celebrating Small Steps and Anticipating Giant Leaps. That is so indicative of where we are as a state and a nation and really a world in terms of pro-life. So we're, we're thrilled to be able to announce our theme and then... Following that, we'd like to announce that our very own Dave Moore, well-known in the Catholic Diocese of Dallas, will be sharing his own pro-life story. And this is something he hasn't shared a lot. Is that, that right? That is correct. Mm-hmm. That uh, is correct. Okay. Is it his first public yes. uh, sharing of the story? Yes. And, okay. I don't even know what it is, and but, there, but there, there's so something. We're so excited. We're so, yeah. so excited that he has agreed to this. And, and of course, he is very well-known as yeah. uh, on the... Uh, live stream masses with the, with the diocese and through DCYC and uh, working with various parishes and uh, the Pines. You know, he was even out there as, yeah. as late as December. And so we are thankful for what he does, and we are thrilled that he has agreed to share his pro-life story with us. Is he going to play music also or, or speak only? He may share a song or two. Okay, because, I mean, he and his wife, they are just anointed. I mean, it is just... Uh, uh, beautiful, beautiful music, and so and, and he's a good. He's just a good man. They both are. Uh, they're not both good men. <laughs> they're, good, they're good people. Uh, so, all right. Well, that's exciting. So, this is. Uh, you can go to prolifedallas.org forward slash dinner, and this is April thirtieth, the Bishop's Pro Life Dinner. And now you know the special guest speaker is going to be Dave Moore. So, God, now y'all got me all excited. Uh, so, all right. So, and this is. The, and there's more to come. There's too. more to come. More announcements. We're, we're building more anticipation. But, okay. Um, we will have more announcements very shortly 
but we wanted to get the first uh, announcement of Dave Moore out since he's so well loved in our diocese and uh, pretty recognizable. And you know, the whole we, most people know the man, but now we're going to share the story behind the man. Yeah. So, all right, we're real excited to have him. All right, very good. So let's go ahead and officially start the first CPLC segment. I mean, we already kind of have, but as far as I'm going to hand it off to y'all, and y'all take it away. Okay. Well, um, we wanted to just uh, uh, talk a little bit about um, this theming that we that we chose because, as everyone knows, in uh, uh, early summer, hopefully, the U.S. Uh, Supreme Court will give their ruling on the Dobbs versus uh, Jackson case. And um, we're anticipating a a giant leap in pro-life because it could overturn Roe v. Wade and bring that uh, oversight back to the state. So we are very greatly anticipating that. So um, we on, on piggybacking on that, we also had a big ruling here in Texas on Friday that the uh, Texas Supreme Court um, kind of kind of gave the abortion um, um, activists their last blow in right. trying to uh, trying to rule against SB8, which is the Heartbeat Act in Texas. And, you know, that basically says that uh, abortion is illegal in Texas after a fetal heartbeat is detected, usually around six weeks. So um, the question in this case was who could actually bring a suit against an abortion provider for, for having an, for doing an abortion after the six weeks. So they basically said, um, you know, officials cannot, the government cannot intervene. Uh, so it, it basically leaves it to the, um, to the public. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty much a, a final blow for what's being tried and in, in heard in Texas. And so we, we eagerly await what is going to happen with the, uh, with the Supreme Court. But back to what just happened on Friday, it, um, you know, SB8 is a citizen enforcement, has a citizen enforcement mechanism, and it allows citizens to sue anyone who aids or abets abortions after fetal cardiac activity is detective. And what the abortion providers have said is that that uh, ruling on Friday effectively threw out their challenge. So that is mm-hmm. good news good for news. pro-life. Yeah. Good news. Good news for pro-life. <laughs> yeah. And so and we eagerly await. Yeah. We eagerly await what is anticipated a major change in Roe versus Wade. And we're ready. And we're so proud of our Texas lawmakers who have, you know, kind of led the way in all of this legislation. And, uh, you know, SB8, since it was enacted September 1st, has has saved thousands of lives. Um, we're, we're estimating about 100 per day. Absolutely. So even though, um, you know, in some reports they say, well, you know, people are going to other states, but uh, the numbers that we have found are, are really pretty minuscule compared to the numbers of lives we've actually saved with this law. So it is saving lives. Absolutely. And speaking of saving lives, uh, the Catholic pro-life community is still on the sidewalk at every abortion facility in Dallas. There's three in Dallas and one in McKinney. And we are out there with our prayer partners from the from the surrounding cities to be mm-hmm. there, to stand. And I was uh, just uh, submitting an email for the, for our team as, as, as we 
uh, joined together on a 40 Days for Life that's up in McKinney, headed by Paul Borchardt, one of our team members. And he Mm -hmm. takes this on as an extra responsibility aside from CPLC, and that we have a day that we'll go out to McKinney and, and stand and pray. And what I was telling the team is that when we stand, the moms in need see us. When we stand and pray, the abortion facility workers see us, Mm -hmm. the office park neighbors see us, and the community at large. So there we are. There's there's moms driving by with children in the car. There's uh, our elderly community, uh, community, and there's everyone seeing that we will stand for life, and we will continue to do that. Mm You know, and part of um, part of our Bishop's Dinner theme is to talk a little bit about, you know, where do we go from here? Um, we're we're seeing um, we're seeing a lot of chemical abortions uh, now. They're, they have become the highest percentage of abortions. Luckily, in Texas, um, we have a Chemical Safety Protocol Act that was passed that you cannot get a a, a prescription for abortion pills through the mail. Um, or online. Mm-hmm. So at least in Texas, again, kind of leading the way in, uh, in that effort. So, and incidentally, the McKinney uh, facility that, that, that they're doing the 40 days is a um, chemical abortion Right. Uh, and, and I want to speak to that, Annette, for just a moment. Uh, we are told now that chemical abortions, the, the medicine abortions, have surpassed surgical abortions in numbers. And let's talk about being pro-life. Uh, a woman who takes the pills, or as we are being told, some are being forced to take the pills by boyfriends, husbands, or parents, they're engaging in several types of different trauma now, too. Mm-hmm. So, so we're pro-life. Yes, we want to save the life of the baby, but it is critical that we save the life of the mother. And the trauma that is being induced on her is so much more than people have anticipated. We get calls uh, for different ministry uh, team members saying that there is almost an immediate regret after that woman has taken that pill. And so we can, of course, put her in touch with physicians who will uh, will provide her other medication to stop those effects of the abortion pill and so forth, or at least try. And it's devastating. It's uh, not only affecting the, the, the woman, the mother who took the pill, it's affecting her, uh, the people who live in her house, her children, that when she yells out for help, they come in and see what has happened. It's, it's, it's outside of a facility, and it's now in the very intimate place of a person's home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, you see your baby right there, and how yeah. how much much more trauma can right. you can you foresee? But so we're um, so we're here, mm-hmm. you know, we're prayerfully anticipating uh, giant leaps mm-hmm. forward. But we do want to say we never talk about abortion without talking about the healing after abortion ministry from the CPLC. Amen. And uh, it is it is critical. Uh, there is there is no judgment. There is just the Lord's loving um, mercy and, and forgiveness uh, for men and women who come to our Project Rachel and uh, Project Joseph retreat. So mm-hmm. we, we 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 have our doors open for those retreats and for healing as mm-hmm. well. But yeah, and we actually have a retreat coming up in in English uh, March eighteenth. So uh, if anybody knows you know someone out there who's suffering, uh, you know, give us a call at the office. We will. Definitely put you in touch with the right people. Let's put that phone number out there, too, mm-hmm. 972-267-5433, right. 972-267-5433. Let us help. Let us put you in touch with the ministry team that leads these efforts. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, so this Bishop's Dinner is going to be quite the celebration because this is the first year that we're back full capacity. Woohoo! <laughs> Fill that room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring last, on the joy. Yeah. Last year we were back, but we were about a third capacity yeah, uh-huh. and uh, we filled every seat last year in fact i think we overfilled we a little have. bit so <laughs> don't tell um, anyone people are really i think anxious to get back and uh you know what a joy to walk into that ballroom and see upwards of 2000 people um all all with the same passion for for life it it's just an amazing evening and if you haven't experienced it i really encourage you to come this year cuz i think for a lot of reasons it's going to be very special and uh, we'll have all the, the regular uh, fan favorites, the wine pool and the raffle and uh, jewelry pool. Mm-hmm. And a beautiful cross necklace. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, just that camaraderie of being in a room with all people of, of, of like mind. And uh, we'll have some, as, as we just announced, Dave Moore will be there. He'll have an incredible testimony. And uh, we have some other things in the pipeline that we will announce shortly. So stay tuned. But uh, you can get your tickets now already at prolifedallas.org slash dinner. You can also buy online raffle tickets. And uh, we are really looking forward to a full full capacity crowd this year. So Absolutely. please plan to join us. The excitement is building. Mm-hmm. So another thing that um, we have coming up actually before the dinner and we're very excited about is our Do No Harm conference. And we have Jacqueline Smith, who was introduced earlier, um, and she is kind of working with the Catholic Medical Association of Dallas, Medical Guild of Dallas, to put on this very important um, conference. And Jacqueline, explain to us, um, you know, what the conference is about, why this topic was chosen, and a little bit more about the details. So the Do No Harm conferences are a professional-type conference that we hold every other year. And uh, like you said, we partner with the Catholic Medical Guild of Dallas, and they've been um, involved intimately in this process. So it's a definitely a joint process. And this year's topic is a Catholic approach to sexual identity. What you need to know in truth, compassion, and human dignity. And so we are going to be diving into that sensitive topic, but oh so important topic of sexual identity, who God created you to be, who you are meant to be, um, and how to like align yourself with that. So we know that in our society today, there are lots of challenges to that um, in the schools, in the businesses, in sports for young people. And it's really important that we as Catholics arm ourselves with the truth and that we are ready to answer these challenges in a way that is compassionate and aligned with the truth and human dignity. So we have an array of speakers who will be presenting on this topic. We also are offering continuing education credits for um, the medical professions, uh, counselors, clergy, teachers, um, Legal. Legal. I knew I'd leave one off. <laughs> um, so, a long list. That's how many there are. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the prices range from $35 for students and clergy up to $125 for those that are getting credits as a different scale, depending on what kind of credits you're planning to get or no credits at all. So please do not think that just because this has got the credits available to you, that you have to be in one of those professions to a- attend the conference. It really is for anyone who is seeking information on this topic. So Jacqueline, would you tell us, uh, all of us here in the room are parents. Why would parents want to attend? 
Well, um, as a parent myself of a, my oldest is 14, um, these topics are coming up with the friends yes. and the topics in the schools. Um, like I mentioned with sports, with, you know, boys that want to be in the girls sports. I don't really hear about the girls wanting to be in the boys sports. It's controversial. <laughs> um, but you know, the point is people are trying to, um, do things that are not in line with who God created them to be. And our kids are put in a sensitive place. So we as parents need to arm ourselves with how to react to that, to understand we will be having Jason Everett come and speak, and he's an amazing speaker on Theology of the Body, so he will give us that Catholic perspective, and he is eloquent. So you'll be like, oh, yeah, 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 I know that. That's right. And then he'll give you the words to say it to your kids. So I wouldn't, Fantastic. I wouldn't recommend this for the high school students like necessarily or the, the kids to come to. But this is really meant for the adults to come and educate themselves and be ready to then meet the world with the truth. All right. And every every one of these disciplines that you talked about, they all have an interest in, you know, figuring out what the truth is and how to care for these people. I mean, that's that's really the the basis of this conference is really how to care for these people and and um you know, and and help them in this uh, in this discernment. But exactly, because we have like the, we've been shown through medical evidence now that transitioning does not solve the problem. Mm-hmm. So if you think that you're one sex and you want to become the other and you do the, the medical transition, it didn't solve the problem. We have the evidence for that now, and we so these doc like we have um, doctors that will be coming and speaking. Dr. Crutella, mm-hmm. who is the um, former executive director of the American College of Pediatricians. He's going to speak directly to the medical evidence about this topic and how it's not good for the youth. So I recommend you go to our website, which is either prolifedallas.org. It's on there. Or if you want to go directly to the conference information, it's donoharmconference.org. Do no right. Great. And uh, that conference is March 26th. Yes. And it is at St. Rita Catholic Church in Sweeney Hall. Yes. And... Uh, and it's virtual or in person. Both. So. Okay. So you can you can watch it uh, live stream or you can be there in person. So okay. Uh, well, this is this is one of a, a series we you all provide. Uh, you do alternating conferences. You do teach for life, and then you alternate with this do no harm series. Um, how many of these have you put on? Oh, you didn't tell me to research that. <laughs> um, so with Make the original, up a number. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, six. It's been a while. Don't quote I mean, me. Um, no, we've been doing it. Well, the very first Do No Harm conference was in 2003 before we got legal credits and our speakers charged a whole lot of money. But, um, you know, or professional credits. But so we've been doing the Do No Harm conference on and off different mm-hmm. years since then. Um, and Teach for Life, I think, is more recent. Probably in the last 10 years, we've added that into the mix. Mm-hmm. Really about educating the educators and then also educating those that are going to be you know, confronted directly with these topics. Well, and they're both so valuable, Jacqueline. And we thank you for all your efforts. And I know you have a team of uh, team members and volunteers and the doctors and lawyers and to work with you on this. And we thank you. What I was, I was reading a Lenten book, um, and there was a comment in there, and I wish I had brought it. But basically, it says that, you know, we have to teach because in our world, tolerance has taken away teaching. Tolerance has taken away ethics and morality. And so people can just have their own truth if they can talk Moral about tolerance. relativism. So there you go. So it's so important that we're teaching uh, others and really standing on our Catholic values. And so we, we thank you for, for all of this. And you're it, not ashamed to to tackle the tough topics. Absolutely, um, no one way. Of these Bring them on. Yeah, and you know because people have to know the truth in 
in all of this. And uh, tolerance is when you don't tackle them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody makes up what's right. What and and, and just to be clear, it's not that we don't love or care for the person who's dealing with these struggles or going through these situations in their life, who's honestly confused. But it's about um, bringing out that compassion and the mercy um, for them and bringing them back to what mm-hmm. Christ made them to be. Mm-hmm. Well Excellent. said. Excellent. Very nice. Well, um, thank you, Jacqueline, for for explaining that. And uh, again, you can go to the Pro Life Dallas website. Um, or you can go directly to do no harm org to, uh, to register for that. So, um, um, one last note before we close up. I just wanted to, uh, comment that, uh, the USCCB is doing a nine day novena for the, uh, St. Joseph, uh, ad- um, adoption. adoption. And we've had, we have that on our website and, uh, uh, you know, it's not too late to get involved with that and, uh, check out other things that we may have going on. So, uh, again, Dave, thank you for the opportunity for us to be here today, and um, we look forward to subsequent um, shows once a month, and yeah. uh, thank you again for all your support of Pro-Life. Yeah, great, great uh, debut show uh, here uh, with the CPLC Catholic Pro-Life community, and uh, again, every second Monday of the month uh, going forward, uh, we're going to have uh, their segments, so great. It was a very interesting and very informative, so thank you very much uh, to all three of you for being here. Thank you. And don't forget uh, the big uh, Building a Culture of Life, Celebrating Small Steps, Anticipating giant leaps. That's kind of like the moonwalk. Okay, yeah, I was like, that, that sounds so familiar. Oh, right? Now I know what I'm going to wear. I'll go Your spacesuit? Yes. Yeah, of course. I was, I was like, well, what am I ever going to do with a spacesuit that I have in my closet? Okay, yeah, now. You know. uh, all right. So that, that's a great, great theme. Very, very uh, interesting. Um, and, and so, uh, prolifedallas.org slash Dinner is the website. Uh, it's April 30th. It's a Saturday evening, and uh, looks like it begins at about May of 5, and the, the actual live auction and program starts at 6.30 with special guest Dave Moore. I'm, I'm excited to hear his uh, testimony. We are, too. All right, so <laughs> what else? Uh, Cecil, um, you, you, I asked, I was telling you I was going to come back to you about that, uh, the YCP conference. That, is, that the, is that that weekend? Right, yes. Okay. That, my, uh, the website didn't load for me, so <laughs> let me, I didn't actually find that out. Out, but I'm yeah. pretty sure Diane was right. But that you it can do everything. You know that you can go to the men's conference in the morning, exactly. which I'm going to do. It is. It is. Yeah. It, we've got three yeah. great events in just Dallas. Sleep really well the night before. Yeah, right. And then yeah. that night, after just pull it on. Iron. Just yeah, no. It's April 29th through uh, yeah. May 1st. So, so, yes. so, so ICP is like three days. So, you know, so you you break away, and in the, that Saturday evening you go to the CPLC event. Saturday morning you're going to the men's conference. Right. Okay, because <laughs> if, if you're a man, if you're a man, you're talking to a room full of ladies, Dave. Conference about that. I'm talking to the audience. So come on, I'm not talking to you guys. Come oh, on, forget well, about all that. All right then. Uh, all right. So great, great, great. Well, okay. Dave, let me just say thank you again. We we appreciate you and Cecil and Diane and everyone here at GRN um, for the opportunity to continue to speak about life. Yeah, thank you. yeah. And I love you guys because it's it's a real serious thing. You're trying to save babies and help families, but you're still also joyful. And and of course, that's the approach we have to have. You know, is. Mm-hmm. that we're joyfully pro life and uh, we're looking forward to celebrating celebrating and also supporting the CPLC on April 30th at their big events. So I know we'll see you probably between now and then. But, oh, you uh, bet. But if we don't see you, uh, whatever the second uh, Monday of uh, April is. April 10th. April 10th, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. And another big announcement on that show. Save it for this show, okay? All right. All right. <laughs> you got it. Thank okay. You. And uh, don't forget the share next week starts uh, Tuesday morning, 7 o'clock. And uh, all the other great stuff going on. All right. Thanks for listening. God bless you. This has been the uh, Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM, Guadalupe Radio Network.
Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show. Hi, this is Mark Williard, a first-year pre-theologian from the Diocese of Dallas, discerning my vocation at Holy Trinity Seminary. Please join my brother seminarians and me on a Lenten journey. Each day, a new reflection will be posted on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash htseminary. We look forward to praying with you this Lenten season. Hi, this is Bob Duane with My Mutual Mortgage, a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. My wife, Norma, and I have been longtime supporters of the Guadalupe Radio Network. We are praying for our country and all that are affected by the coronavirus. The drastic fluctuations in the market have caused mortgage rates to drop to record lows. If you'd like an analysis of your mortgage situation, we can be reached by calling 817-527-3166. That's 817-527-3166. My Mutual Mortgage is an equal housing lender, NMLS 12901. Hi, this is David.